Hi, good morning. My name is uh, Monday Ogbe at atakada.org. Uh, this morning we bring you uh, the teaching on the School of the Holy Spirit, uh, series 18 of 52, part 6 A Anatomy and the Secrets of the Secret Place with God. The secret of shutting the door and the noise. What makes the hosts of heaven rejoice that we must make part of our core mission in life plus messages I received from the Lord in the secret place concerning COVID-19 and what that means uh, for you and me. Our content count today is uh, 2 million on otakada.org is 2,220,034. Today, Sunday, 29th of March, 2020. You can um, Assess all this content on otakada.org. Just do School of the Holy Spirit, uh, 18 of 52, and that will uh, pop it up if you prefer to, to read uh, through um, online. But before we begin, I just want us to pray and commit uh, this uh, session unto the Lord. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for a time such as this. Thank you for um, awesome money that we have. Thank you for the privilege to share your word. We ask, Spirit of the Living God, that you take charge of all that uh, is going to be uh, we're going to be speaking about this morning. We ask, so oh God, that you energize this message and let it bring profit, let it bring life to the hearers and blessings also to myself and to them as well. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you. But we know that you will start with us and end with us successfully. With the intent that at the end, all glory and honor will be given to your name and name alone. In Jesus' name, Amen. So I repeat the School of the Holy Spirit, series 18 of 52. And uh, we're talking about the secret of shutting the door and the noise. And uh, also what makes the hosts of heaven rejoice that we must make part of our core mission in life plus the message received from the lord in the secret place concerning covid 19 in the last seven days and what that means for you and me okay so I, we have uh, got some uh, quotes on salvation evangelism secret place and covid 19. um but the hashtag is school of the holy spirit hashtag the secret place Hashtag shut door, hashtag salvation, hashtag souls, hashtag evangelism, and hashtag COVID-19. So, these are the quotes. When all is said and done, we must shut the door. Get into the secret place with God and discover what an abiding relationship with, God, with Christ will look like for ourselves. Those who walk in radical obedience have made themselves ready for the storm and they will overcome. This is from Bob. And from Charles Spurgeon, we have this. Have you no wish for others to be saved? Then you are not saved yourself. Be sure of that. Let's take note of that. Charles Harden Spurgeon also says, From the word of God, I gather that damnation is all of man from top to bottom and salvation is all of grace from first to last. He that perishes chooses to perish, but he that is saved is saved because God has chosen to save him. 
Not that our salvation should be the effect of our work, but our work should be the evidence of our salvation. Let it be to you the mark of true gospel preaching, where Christ is everything and the creature is nothing, where it is salvation of all of grace. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, apply to the soul the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's Charles Harden Spurgeon. Another word here by A.W. Tozer says, Salvation is from our side a choice. From the divine side, it is seizing upon and apprehending a request by the Holy Most High, by the Most High God. Our accepting and willing are reactions rather than actions. The right of determination must always remain with God. I repeat that salvation is from our side a choice. From the divine side, it is a seizing upon and apprehending a request by the Most High God. Our accepting and willing are reactions rather than actions. The right of determination must always remain with God. Then Alexander McLaren says, Surely scripture is right when it makes the sin of sins, that unbelief, which is at the bottom, nothing else than a refusal to take the cup of salvation. Surely no sharper grief can be inflicted upon the Spirit of God than when we leave his gifts neglected and unappropriated. That's Alexander McLaren. Next, George Miller says, Christians do not practically remember that while we are saved by grace, altogether by grace, so that in the matter of salvation works, are altogether excluded. Yet that, so far as the rewards of grace are concerned, in the world to come, there is an intimate connection between the life of the Christian here and the enjoyment and the glory in the day of Christ's appearing. Next, Charles Spurgeon says, Let eloquence be flung to the dogs rather than souls be lost. What we want is to win souls. They are not won by flowery species. Next is Dave Hunt. He says, to account, attempt to pay for salvation with church membership, membership, prayers, or good deeds and an insult to Christ, who paid the full price, and it's a rejection of the gift of God's grace. Next is Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He's writing letters and, and papers from prison. He says, Jesus himself did not try to convert the two thieves on the cross. He waited until one of them turned to him. Then David Platt says, Radical obedience to Christ is not easy. It's not comfort, not health, not wealth, and not prosperity in this world. Radical obedience to Christ acts risk losing all these things. But in the end, such a risk finds its reward in Christ and is more than enough for us. I repeat David Platt's uh, quote, is a radical obedience to Christ is not easy. It's not comfort, not health, not wealth, and not prosperity in this world. Radical obedience to Christ risks losing all these things, but in the end, such risk finds its reward in Christ, and He is more than enough for us. Second is A.W. Tozer. I believe that entertainment and amusement are the work of the enemy to keep dying men from knowing they are dying and to keep enemies of God from remembering that they are enemies. Okay, John Piper has two quotes here. 
The first one, have you ever wondered what it feels like to have a love for the lost? This is a term we use as part of our Christian jargon. Many believers search their hearts in condemnation, looking for the arrival of some feeling of benevolence that will propel them into bold evangelism. It will never happen. It is impossible to love the lost. You can't feel deeply for an abstraction or a concept. You'll find it impossible to love deeply an unfamiliar individual portrayed in a photograph, let alone a nation or a race or something as vague as all lost people. Don't wait for a feeling or love in order to share Christ with a stranger. You already love your Heavenly Father, and you know that this stranger is created by Him or separated from Him. So take those first steps in evangelism because you love God. It is not primarily out of compassion for humanity that we share our faith or pray for the lost. It is, first of all, love for God. John Piper. Second quote here from John Piper. If you alter or obscure the biblical portrait of God in order to attract converts, you don't get converts to God. You get converts to an illusion. This is not evangelism, but deception. John Piper. Okay. Now, we've got some quotes here on COVID-19. And the first one is Avijet from Avijet Das. We'll come out of this storm. In the coming days, we have to stay calm and confident. And for sure, we will overcome this moment of despair. How long this will last cannot be ascertained. But the one thing that we can be sure of is that we will not be the same anymore. Hopefully, we will have change for the better. This is the way of life. This is how life teaches us his lessons. And Dr. Tony Bizet says, let us brace our offended solitary mindset in spite of COVID-19 as the world's finest hour, perpetual uncertainty. Let us brace our hearts as the very center of our heart is an almost supreme excellence to be victorious by an unequivocal perseverance and hope. Let us brace unconditional love, kindness and triumph to be the master of our own chain of destiny. Let us brace unity and oneness to become for victorious war against fear and inherent vice of crisis at its peril. That's Dr. Tony Bezai. And Corona again, the philosopher DJ Chaos. Coronavirus is not a cult, perception, or religion to discuss if it is real or not. People who don't believe that coronavirus is real are inconveniencing and endangering the lives of others. They become the carriers of the virus and spreading it everywhere. For your own sake, stay at home. Then Tom Colway again on coronavirus says, COVID-19 represents the single greatest inflection point that global society has experienced. How we manage through this pandemic and its aftermath will impact the course of human humanity for decades to come decades to come tom Corway. i repeat that COVID 19 represents the single greatest inflection point that global society has experienced how we manage through this pandemic and its aftermath will impact the course of humanity for decades to come tom Corway. and from my humble self monday on COVID 19 i see a major paradigm shift unfolding a semi-permanent or permanent disruption to the status quo in the pipeline for the body of Christ as we know it today, for those who understand the times and the season. 
I can assure you that by the time COVID-19 does settles, some of us, like Jonah, would have been supernaturally transported from Jerusalem, in bracket our cozy fellowships, to Nineveh, in bracket present-day no-go regions, and begin proclaiming the salvation message to the nations we never contemplated before the pandemic began. So get ready. And that's my, uh, my quote, Monday, Obojo, Obojo. Now, uh, on this uh, uh, School of the Holy Spirit today, there are some foundational uh, scriptures we want to talk on, uh, read to you now. And the first one is Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. When you pray, go into your most private room and closing the door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. And Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain fell, and the uh, floods came, and the winds blew and beat against our house, yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and, and does not do them will be like a stupid, in bracket, foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great and complete was the fall of it. Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 to 17. This particular scripture was brought to me when I was asking God about how to put COVID-19 in perspective. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of, son of Admetai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish from being in the presence of the Lord as his prophet, and went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, the most remote of the Phoenician trading places then known. So he paid the appointed fare and went down into the ship to go with them to Tarshish from being in the presence of the Lord as his servant and minister. But the Lord sent, listen, but the Lord sent out a great wind upon the sea, and there was a violent tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid, and each man cried to his God. And they cast the goods that uh, the goods that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. So the captain came and, and said to him, "What do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call upon your God. Perhaps you, your God, will give a thought to us so that we shall not perish." And they each said to one another, "Come, let us cast lots that we may know." On whose account this evil has come upon us? So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us, we pray you, on whose account has this evil come upon us? What is your occupation? Where did you come from? And what is your country and nationality? And he said to them, I'm a Hebrew, and I reverently fear and worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and dry land. When the men were exceedingly afraid, then the men were suddenly afraid and said to him, What is this that you have done? For the men knew that he fled from being in the presence of the Lord as his prophet and servant, because he had told them. And they said to him, What shall we do to you? This is verse 11. 
that the sea may subside and become for us, for the sea became more and more violently tempestuous. Verse 12. And Jonah said to them, Take me up and cast me into the sea, so shall the sea become calm for you. For I know that it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to bring the ship to the land, but they could not, for the sea became more and more violent against them. Therefore they cried to the Lord, We beseech you, O Lord, we beseech you, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they took up Jonah and cast him into the sea, and the sea ceased from his raging. Then the men reverently and worshipfully feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. And the Lord had prepared and appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Next scripture, Isaiah 45, 22-25. Amplified Bible, Classic Edition. Look to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear allegiance. Only in the Lord shall one say, I have righteousness, in brackets, salvation and victory, and strength to achieve. To him shall all come who were incensed against him, and they shall be ashamed. Verse 25. In the Lord shall all the offsprings of Israel be justified, enjoy righteousness, salvation and victory, and shall glory. Acts chapter 6 verses 1 to 6, Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Now about this time, when the number of disciples was greatly increasing, complaint was made by the Hellenists, the Greek-speaking Jews, and against the native Hebrews before, because the widows were being overlooked and neglected in the daily ministration distribution of relief. So the twelve apostles convened the multitude of disciples and said, It is not seemly or desirable or right that we should have to give up or neglect preaching the word of God in order to attend to serving at tables and superintending the distribution of food. Therefore, select out from among yourselves, brethren, seven men of good and attested character and repute, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may assign to look after this business and duty. But we continue to devote ourselves steadfastly to prayer and the ministry of the word. And the suggestion pleased the whole assembly, and the selected Stephen, a man full of spirit of faith, a strong and welcome believed that Jesus is the Messiah, and full of and controlled by the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Paninus, and Nicholas, a proselyte, convert from Antioch. These they presented to the apostles who, after prayer, laid their hands on them. Then 2 Peter 3, verse 9. The Lord does not delay and is not tardy or slow about what he promises, according to some people's conception of slowness, or is long-suffering, extraordinary patient toward you, not desiring that any shall perish, but that all should turn to repentance. Ezekiel 33, 1, Amplified Bible, Classic Edition. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back, 
turn back from your evil ways. For why will you die, O house of Israel? Luke chapter 15, 7 to 10, Amplified Bible, Classic Edition. Thus I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one especially wicked person who repents, changes his mind, and abhorring his, his errors and misdeeds and determines to enter upon a better course of life than over 99 righteous persons who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver drachmas, each one equal to a day's wages, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house, sweep the house, and look carefully and diligently until she finds it. And when she has found it, she summons her women friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the silver coin which I had lost. Even so I tell you, there is joy among and in the presence of the angels of God over one especially wicked person who repents, changes his mind for the better, heartily amending his ways with appearance and his past sin. And uh, this scripture uh, came to me this morning from Daniel chapter 12, which I'm going to add to the online version. And uh, it's chapter 12 this Daniel chapter 12 um, verse 3 and those who are wise the people of God shall shine as brightly as the sun's brilliance and those who turn many to righteousness with glitter like stars for forever Lord bless the reading of his word. So, dear friends, this is a continuation of our series on the School of the Holy Spirit. Today we bring you part 6, series 18 of 52, which uh, talked about the anatomy and the secret of the secret place with God, the secret of shutting the door what and, and the noise, and what makes the host of heaven rejoice that we must make a, a core mission in life messages received from the Lord in the secret place concerning COVID-19 in the last seven days and what that means for you and me. If you missed the Wednesday post where we uh, discussed uh, the series 17 of 52, um, top questions people are really asking with answers on spiritual matters, or if you have questions you are asking or people are asking you, you can find answers on 21 topics on our website, otakada.org. Before we discuss, disclose the message received from the secret place with the Lord in the last seven days, we will first share the secret of shutting the door which COVID-19 has graciously made available to us by duress. Last week, we mentioned that one of the best kept secrets of our faith is the blessedness and the joy of cultivating a secret life with God. In the secret place, the living word of God is laid open before you, honestly. Jesus himself stands at your side. The Holy Spirit is gently washing your heart. Your love is awakened as you meditate upon the gracious words of his mouth. Your spirit is ignited and your mind is renewed. You talk to him and he talks to you in the language of intimate friendship. Now the secret of shutting the door and the noise around us. And the core uh, scripture was from Matthew chapter 6 verse 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. 
And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and Father who sees in the secret to reward you openly. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Jesus himself spoke these blessed words. All scripture is God-breathed. But followers of Jesus always find special delight in giving particular attention to the words Jesus himself gave us. When Jesus taught on prayer, he gave primary emphasis to the secret place. In fact, the first thing he taught concerning prayer was the primacy of a secret place. In the verses following, we will, we will teach, he will teach us how to pray. But first, he teaches where to pray. Matthew 6 verse 6 contains a powerful secret regarding where of prayer. But before I share it, let me ask you some questions. Do you struggle frequently with feeling disconnected with God? I was. Do you strain to still to feel God's presence when you pray? Does it seem distant to you? Do you long to know that He is with you right now, drawing near to you? If your answer to any of these questions is yes, then I have some wonderful news for you. There's a guaranteed way to get into God's presence. There's a surefire, 100% guaranteed way to have instant intimacy with the Father. And Jesus himself gave us the key. Jesus gave us this secret in the above verse when he said, Your Father who is in the secret place. Jesus is saying, Your Father is already in the secret place. He has gone ahead of you. He is waiting for you. The moment you get to the secret place, you are in the immediate presence of your Father. Jesus affirms this truth twice in the same chapter. He says it is second. It, he says it the second time in Matthew chapter six verse eighteen, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Jesus says it twice for emphasis. So we know this word is absolutely certain. Our Father is in the secret place. Furthermore, Jesus gives us the key to finding this secret place. If you're wondering what you must do to place yourself in the secret place, Jesus made it clear. To get there, all you have to do is shut your door. When you enter your room and shut your door, you are in the presence of your Father. Instantaneously, it matters not how you feel, regardless of your soul's climate at that moment. You know with absolute confidence you have stepped into the chamber of your Father in heaven. The secret place is your portal to the throne, the place where you taste of heaven itself. Receive this word and you have gained one of the greatest secrets to intimacy with God. Because when you know you are in the immediate presence of your Father, your spirit and soul will often respond to that knowledge with heartfelt connectedness. The knowledge of this truth will set you free to soar. When you build your life on blessed intimacy of a secret place relation with God, you are building on the rock. You're getting your foundation in order. That's not simply my opinion. That's the explicit teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ. The principle Jesus the principles Jesus gave in chapters 5 to 7 of Matthew's Gospel were all given at one time in one great sermon. That is the constitution of the kingdom of God. Jesus said that in, his, in this sermon, he was laying for the foundation stone of a disciple's life. Here's how he expressed it. Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. Who built his house on the rock and the rain descended the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock but everyone who hears the sayings of mine and does not do them 
will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand and the rain descended the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was his fall matthew chapter 7 verses 24 to 27. jesus message is unmistakable he's saying if you will hear and do what i have taught you in this sermon on the mount you will build foundations into your life that will survive the hardest storms of life like the coronavirus pandemic or some other earth-shaking phenomena that takes everyone off balance and believe me friends storms will most certainly come there are some storms that have yet to hit your life and hit my life the question is will you have the foundation in place to survive the storms one of the most essential elements of that foundation is to have an intact sacred life with god those who hear this word and do it will not only enjoy intimacy with the father on a daily basis but they will also be equipped to sustain the greatest storm whether they originate from hell's fury or the world's destruction or the floodgates of heaven's blessings jesus did not say dream about your father who is in secret place but he said pray to your father who is in secret place prayer is an effort of the will after we have entered our secret place and shut the door the most difficult thing to do is to pray we cannot seem to get our minds into good working order and the first thing we have to fight is wandering thoughts the great battle in private prayer is overcoming this problem of our idle and wandering thinking we have to learn to discipline our minds and concentrate on willful deliberate prayer we must have a specially selected place for prayer but once we get there this plague of wandering thoughts begins as we begin to think to ourselves this needs to be done and i have to do that today jesus says to jesus says to shut your door have a secret stillness before god means deliberately shutting the door on our emotions and remembering him god is in secret and he sees us from the secret place he does not see us as other people do as we see ourselves when we truly live in the secret place it becomes impossible for us to doubt god we become more sure of him than of anything anyone or anything else enter into the secret place and you will find that god was right in the middle of your everyday circumstances all the time get into the habit of dealing with god about everything unless you learn to open the door of your life completely and let god in from your first waking moment of each new day you will be walking on the wrong level throughout the day but if you will swing the door of your life fully open and pray to your father who is in the secret place every public thing in your life will be marked with a lasting imprint of the presence of god don't forget the secret shut the door what makes heavenly hosts rejoice that we must make part of our core mission in life that's the second part of our title so what makes heavenly hosts rejoice that we must make part of our core mission in life now i ask you this simple question what makes the father the son the holy ghost and the innumerable number of angels rejoice what made god's son jesus christ come to the world to die as written in John 3:16, what made God transport an unwilling, escaping, and suicide-happy prophet called Jonah to Nineveh? What made the apostle of old die violent deaths in the hands of humanity? The answer is in joy that one single, one sinner repents. The power of one soul. That's the power of one soul. We must ensure that whatever we are, 
or do for the kingdom was of necessity translate to souls who are genuinely repent, who genuinely repent and come back to their creator. We must make this our core mission in life. If we don't, God himself will unsettle whatever has become a distraction to the core mission for every born-again believer in Christ. Our secret place in Gethman should be about thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You can take that up with quoted those scriptures up uh, the key foundational uh, scriptures in Ezekiel 33, 11, Luke 15, 7 to 10, 2 Peter 3, 9, John 3, uh, 16, Jonah 1, 1, Isaiah 45, 22 to 25, and we added Daniel chapter 12, verse uh, 3. I believe in saying, I believe I'm right there. Yes. Okay. And uh, let's go on to the message that I received in the last seven days, the script place concerning COVID-19. And what that means to you for you and me within the last seven days i asked the lord in secret place to give clarity to covid 19 pandemic is he responsible the devil someone or something else and to what intent a response his response will shock you here's it and what i saw in the spirit realm concerning believers who are struggling to walk in the purpose of god for their life here they are itemized as follows Number one, he says, you should not be concerned about whether I did it, the devil did it, or someone else. Look for how I create or use circumstances, good or bad, to achieve my eternal purpose in your life. My son died through the work of the evil one. Mankind was delivered as a result for those who believe in my son. Persecution of the church in Jerusalem. My people were scattered throughout the whole earth to spread the gospel, as in Romans chapter 8 verse 16 to 39 and Isaiah 45 5 to 19 if you if you read that uh, it gives you clarity on how why God does what he does sometimes it creates calamity sometimes allows the devil to initiate that and sometimes it just it just happens life happens they say second is your concerns should be your stand with me your work and work with me has to be perfect are you satisfied if you're not, amend your ways and rekindle what has died. You can pick up examples of later. Jesus himself wrote to the seven churches. In Revelation chapter 2 verse 1 to end. Revelation chapter 3 verse 1 to the end. John 6 verse 38. Number 3. He says, I have a specific plan that I, as a child of God, he says, God says, I have a specific plan and a purpose for all my children. Are you fulfilling your specific purpose for which I called you into the kingdom? You can pick this up from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, Galatians 1, 15, 1 John 3, 8, and Matthew 26, 39. I saw also in the vision that so many of God's children are struggling to give back to God's specific purpose upon their lives. Why is that? The enemy is accusing them and rendering them important. So we encourage you to use Isaiah 54, 14 to 17. Where it talks about in righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from affliction, for you shall not fear for trouble, it shall not come near near you. And says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn, you shall condemn. And 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4, where it talks about 
uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood against principalities and we should take every thought ca captive so we need to silence the voice of the enemy and take every thought and imagination captive praying for the plans and purposes of god for your life confessing speaking forth what he has deposited inside of you for this time and season so i now pray for myself for every one of us that is uh, on this blog our father we thank you for the privilege we have to engage with you in the secret place thank you for the revelations that brings direction peace and joy to our hearts thank you for the special gift of access help us to make this a habit powered by our love to be with you in the secret place we pray that you use the current covid 19 pandemics to rekindle our secret place relationship with you to a whole new level lord god propel us into your specific plans and purpose for our lives lord god holy spirit of the living god use this period where there is less distraction to speak mysteries to us and convict the world of sin so that they can receive our lord and savior jesus christ draw them to yourself father thank you for you always hear us when we pray especially salvation for the lost thank you for helping us it says no man comes to you except you draw them draw them to yourself lord god thank you for helping us to make this our core mission in life to direct and disciple the lost to you by your help grant us grace to do this always as we're willing this time around to propel this desire forward in jesus name we silence every accusing voices from the realm of wickedness that is sapping us of the willingness to give back to that which you have deposited in us we bring for that vision that dream by the power of the indwelling holy spirit in us we come against the arrows of fear that the evil one is sending our way and we decree and declare that we are continually heeding Christ in God as we remain the apple of God's eyes. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, I decree that you will experience all-round success this week in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree that the shield of the Most High God will cycle around you everywhere you go. No COVID, no COVID, no whatever it is, will come at your dwelling in the name of Jesus Christ because He is going to give His angels charge over you wherever you go to keep you in all your ways. They shall, they shall prevent you from hitting your leg against a stone in the name of Jesus. They shall lift you up in the name of Jesus Christ to the highest level as you give him first place in your life in Jesus' name and beyond. So may the Lord be with you. May the Holy Spirit accompany you wherever you go. Remember, we are one in Christ Jesus. Only in unity we can have lasting and flourishing impact. So we encourage you to engage. Otakada is all about the passion for unity in the body of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 46, Amplified Bible says, There is one body and one spirit, just as there is only also one hope that belongs to the calling you receive. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and the Father of us all, who is above all, sovereign over all, pervading all, and living in us all. You can secure answers to questions on the Holy Spirit's salvation via the links on the side and every other question you have. And if you have any question whatsoever you can't find on the side, just shoot us an email at info at attackada to info at attackada.org. Or you could call us on plus one three zero two two six eight six three one three plus one three zero two two six eight six three one three. Or you could reach us by the Nigerian number at plus two three four eight zero three. 283-5348. This will come directly to me. The Lord bless you and keep you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.